On August 1st, I posted about 28 schools in Houston ISD removing libraries and replacing them with disciplinary centers. On August 30th, the national news covered the story. I want to give Alex Wagner's team their due, though, because they did a whole segment and they were on the ground asking questions. And it's detailed in a way I can never be. But I can report their story. If you forgot, the Houston ISD superintendent, Mike Miles, was not elected. The elected superintendent was removed from office. Mike Miles comes from charter schools, where he has already implemented this strategy. I thought it would be worthwhile to hear how he puts it. And of course, I will be interjecting when I feel is necessary. Enjoy Mike Miles. Superintendent Mike Miles' new education system model will emphasize instruction time in the classroom and use team centers like these for the kids who are excelling and the kids who need a timeout. I just want to give a reminder that team center, that's the former library. He made it completely sterile. And Antonia Hilton said later in the segment that I don't have clipped, there will be books on those small shelves you saw on the side, but no librarians to nurture students to want to read them. He understands families are anxious about change. He believes it was necessary. The premise is a decent one. Teachers need to be paid more. How do you pay them more if you have a set budget? Unless you remove certain jobs. It's the fact that he thinks that the librarians are the most disposable job that's the biggest problem. What message do you think is sent to kids, though, who see classmates in other parts of the city who still have functioning staffed libraries? So I, I think kids like to learn. I think kids focus on their schools. I think kids like to learn. I think kids focus on their schools. Well, one reason kids like to learn is because they have librarians that take an interest in them. Teachers have to focus on the whole class. Librarians get to focus on the whole kid. And then what does I think kids focus on their schools even mean? Do you think that kids don't compare their experiences at school to their friends' experiences at school? Because oh boy, dude, are you wrong. I, I know he worked in charter schools, but has he ever met a student in his life? And so um, I, think, I think the kids are going to be fine. I think, you know, they, they're very flexible, adaptable. You've seen them already on the first I, day. I've spoken to some of the kids yeah. in your district. Mm -hmm. One third grader told me that it made her feel angry. Mm -hmm. One fifth grader told me that it made her feel like she's a bad kid who doesn't deserve a library. So, you know, when they come to school, what I've heard and what my staff has heard is nothing but, oh, this is okay. So I think people need to get here. I think the kids will adapt and they will love school like you see kids learning here. The kids who talk to you and your staff are not the kids who needed the library. Is he really this clueless or is he faking it? Do you believe librarians are important? So every, every single position has value and it has, you know, a role to play in different places. We can't be all things to all people and we can't have everything we want. So there's a prioritization that has to happen. Science of reading versus this position. So does that mean you're robbing Peter to pay Paul? And no, I, I mean, I wouldn't phrase it that way. Um, what I would say is we're putting in a bold, different model that works. But parents like Lawrence. So your goal is to get students to learn more in classrooms. 
and to get to a higher reading level because the state's reading level is one of the lowest in the country. And to do that, you remove libraries. Also, dude, libraries have been around since before the Common Era. Do you think you're smarter than over 2,000 years of history? I mean, clearly you do. I also want to add a few other things that were in the segment. There has been very little information given to Hispanic parents. One school where a lot of Spanish-speaking kids go used to have a principal who spoke Spanish and since this takeover no longer does. So there's one parent who is bilingual who has been having to explain what's going on to all these Spanish-speaking parents. One of the Spanish-speaking parents who Hilton talked to has a kid with ADHD and an autistic kid and she's very scared that they're going to be going to this disciplinary room both because teachers don't understand their English and also just because they're neurodivergent in general. Another parent had a dyslexic child. She's at least a grade behind in reading. And without the library, she's not sure how she's going to catch up. Anyone who relied on the library as a kid knows how devastating this is. One of the former librarians who was let go also spoke in this segment. And hearing her devastation just crushes my soul. Cheryl Hensley worked for HISD for 39 years. She was Lauren's second grade teacher before she became a librarian. She was laid off as part of the takeover. If we just focus on the classroom, that's just part of the kid. That's just part of your community. I'm building a lifelong learner. I'm building beyond the teacher. I'm giving them a choice. They're going to the classroom and they're told they have to pass this test. They have to read this passage. They have to do these strategies. When they come to me, they're given a book that they choose. They get a, a book that they want to read. Was it hard to leave your school? Extremely hard. Yeah. I still go by. I don't want to be done. I done. These kids were important to me. And I felt like I loved every single one of them. I talk about it all the time. You know how loud your voices are. Make sure this doesn't happen in your state, in your area. We have to be loud about this so it doesn't happen anywhere else. Do all the things for this video, but create your own too. And follow me for more content that can help make the world a better place.